My name is DJ Don't Look Back. My name is MC Break Free. Welcome to another imaginary trip back to the 80s as we bust loose with a show entitled Escape. <laughs> Last time we went for a little midnight drive and this time we're doing a 180 and trying to get the hell out of here. We're just not looking in the mirror. We're taking that rear view mirror and we're just pulling it off and throwing it away. <laughs> We've spooned away the wall behind the poster, climbed through it into the open sewer. Lovely. We're shimmying our way to freedom. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> in the sewer, yeah. I'm reasonably confident at the other end is a desert island. In between numerous escape attempts, we do, of course, have MC Break Free and his unnecessary news. Shipwreck may be ranked among the greatest evils which man can experience. It is never void of danger, frequently of fatal issue, and invariably productive of regret. It is one against which there is the least resource, where patience, fortitude and ingenuity are in most cases unavailing except to protract a struggle with destiny, which at length proves irresistible. We are going to get proceedings underway. There's going to be quite a lot of this brand spanking new music from Bandcamp with no information. Yeah, just the way I like so, it. <laughs> coming up first, we have a band called Inveridian from their fifth of eight albums. They've gone into a bit of high artness at the moment. I'm not surprised. They must be exhausted after all that effort. <laughs> So from five out of eight, we have a lovely track of theirs called Escape Velocity. Thank you. 
means of escape there by Foreign Blade. Yeah, it's convincing stuff. Before that, Escape Velocity from Inveridium, from Inveridium 5, from 2012, barely, December 2012, stirring stuff. Mm. Foreign Blade, what a name, apart from having stupendous artwork, yeah. has apparently been playing music since the age of nine. I don't know how old he is now, <laughs> maybe ten, you know. He was nine in 1994, it's weird, it's like, why would you not give your birth date? <laughs> He's been making music since the age of nine. He's been writing music electronically since 2002. And there's a whole album of that, just called Volume 2. So presumably there's a Volume 1. I would think so, yes. This kind of investigative research that really puts this show above other similar enterprises. Yeah. You are listening to Project Moonbase. You can listen to the show at projectmoonbase.com. And in this particular case, just put slash escape after that. You can also follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. If you're out there in meat space, tell a couple of people. <laughs> Keep it creepy. I read about this on a recent news thing. Somebody was hanging around in a car park under somebody's car. When they approached their car, they grabbed their ankle. <laughs> terrifying. Absolutely horrifying. But potentially quite a good promotional. <laughs> if you did that and rather than, say, trying to drag them under the car, I don't know what he was going to do. He loved ankles. It's all a bit strange. <laughs> but anyway, look, forget that. Say in a ghostly voice, projectmoonbase.com. Um, as you grab their ankle for a moment and then release. <laughs> I release thee, you could say. Yeah, you could also grab onto the underside of the car. At the end of the journey, when they come out of the car, you could do the same thing again mm. to really freak them out. Encore! <laughs> Remember! Project Moonbase! <laughs> it's the right thing to do, listeners. You know it is. Now we're going to have a track from this amazing label called New Retro Wave. When we were looking for tracks that fitted in the escape theme, it's extraordinary how many of them... <laughs> are on this label yes it's very good it's a very good label we've tried to restrain ourselves and we've just got one track in this week's show we could quite easily do an entire second and third show on Subject of Escape this is a New York based label and we're going to play a track from Wave Shaper the album's called Station Nova and this track is Escape to Eternity
Wave Shaper there with Escape to Eternity from the album Station Nova. Thrilling stuff. We were mm. thrilling to that. It's an absolute fist pumper, that it's one. It's a hoot. And as somebody says on their Bandcamp page, this music is better than real life, <laughs> which puts me in mind of our slogan, better than the original. But this is the original. Where does that leave us, listeners? I don't know. I'm confused. It's better than itself. It's great. Pretty good stuff. What can you say? If you go to projectmoonbase.com, you will see a list of all the tracks we play and links to where you can find them in various locations. In this case, Bandcamp. You may be saying to yourself, Escape? What happened to Tuesday? In fact, some listeners <laughs> might be saying, what happened to Rainbow? Have you abandoned that? No, we haven't. Or have we? We like to uh, arrange things every now and again and then forget about them. Yeah. We may never get to Tuesday. Depends how we feel. Depends how the orb is feeling. That's right. We said Tuesday to the orb and it shuddered and grumbled. It doesn't like Monday. But it doesn't like Tuesday either. No. We might have to skip over that altogether, completists. Mm. We've had some complaints, haven't we? We've, that we yeah, started yeah. a new set. Before finishing the last one. Varkin what team. is missing? Yes, uh, Varkadin said there's colours missing. What colours? <laughs> there's a lot of colours, actually, but I'm not sure there's that well, many more it. in the I know rainbow. there's a lot of colours. That's it, exactly. We've done the rainbow. <laughs> there was talk of us doing an all-rainbow show. That's true, just rainbow. We may come back to that. But as for standalone colours... No, we've done them all. I think we've done them all. There are no more colours. We're talking about science and we're talking about men. And no ladies out there will be going, what about... That's sexist. Men don't know about colours. They might be going like, what about azure? What about taupe? They might be saying. Cerise. Cerise, exactly. Puce. What about periwinkle blue? They might be saying. <laughs> to that, I say pish posh. Varkantine has also been trying a twin-pronged attack because on Facebook, in response to our Monday show, during which we posed the question, should we have included Mrs Miller and Wing in the same show? He replied, would a Mrs Miller slash Wing episode cause an explosion? I don't know, but it will cause me to spare no expense to fly to the moon and strangle you both with neckties, a la Alfred Hitchcock's frenzy. Clear? Come on. <laughs> Try it. That's pretty threatening behaviour. It is. You bard. <laughs> Two, frenzy. That is low quality Hitchcock. I would have gone with rope yeah. if we were going to do some strangling, because that's a classic that's right. frenzy. Mm. <laughs> because of my nature, which, let's face it, has led me to be a prisoner on the moon, trapped in the body of a small dog. Putting that aside, my nature tells me that we need to do a show dedicated to Wynn and Miller. Oh, yes. Thanks for the great idea. We will be returning shortly with some Swedish retrowave, an escape from planet Earth, less. But before that, it's time for us to take the next exit for Unnecessary News. The Smithsonian is hiring a beer historian. Mm. It requires not just an appreciation for beer, but a rich understanding of its role and development in American history. The Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. wants a beer scholar on staff to explore and explain beer in American life. Curator Paula Johnson says... We have collected food history for many years, so when we were doing the research for the exhibition, which is all about big changes in the post-World War II era in how and what we eat, one thing we were curious about is the craft beer movement. The official job posting says the Smithsonian Food History Project at the National Museum of American History in Washington, D.C. is seeking 
a professional historian slash scholar to conduct archival and field research. (laughs) Can do for an initiative on American brewing history with special emphasis on the craft industry. The successful candidate will have proven experience in scholarly research. I have researched that particular subject quite extensively. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Organising and conducting oral history interviews. So that's talking to people in public bars, yes. Mm. Writing for both scholarly and general audience, blah, 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 blah. Ooh, $64,650 plus benefits, which I assume are mostly liquid. Do they have any international posts? You mean extraterrestrial posts? (laughs) Any off-world posts? Brits warned of seagulls across the UK tripping on acid. Britons have been warned to stay alert due to an unusually high number of seagulls tripping on acid. Apparently, after eating flying ants, which sound like the product of somebody tripping on acid. Experts say this week's hot weather has caused a mass emergence of the insects which seagulls like to eat despite it affecting their cognitive behaviour. Hmm. Strange that we have something in common with seagulls, isn't it? We also have a shared interest in fish and chips as well, don't we? I've also fought a seagull over a slice of pizza in my time, I'm not ashamed to say. Dr. Rebecca Nesbitt of the Society of Biology says the ants contain formic acid, which can cause gulls to appear drunk and lose their inhibitions after eating them. (laughs) You wouldn't normally say a seagull has a lot of inhibitions, would you? What does that mean? How do you know if a seagull's lost its inhibitions? You can just tell by the look in its eye. <laughs> Monday was dubbed Flying Ant Day, and we missed out on that, because the high temperatures caused swarms of the insects to appear across the country. Do you think if we swallowed any ants, they might have a similar effect? Do you think there's going to be an uptick in recreational anteaters? <laughs> It's a gateway insect. The RSPB's Tony Whitehead said seagulls have an increased appetite for the bugs. The gulls are mad for them, he said in a statement. There has been a massive emergence of the ants over the last three days, and they are little treats for the gulls. They're like M&Ms to them. They go to wherever they are. It's a badly constructed sentence, but we'll gloss over that. The effects of the critters are said to have caused seagulls to fly into buildings and even moving cars. They also loll around in the road and get run over. Oh, really? Wildlife experts say seagulls become so hell-bent on gorging on flying ants, they become reckless and dangerous, unlike their usual (laughs) even-tempered behaviour. Very well-mannered behaviour. Flying ants are drawn out of hiding in huge numbers at one particular point of the year due to their queen's nuptial flight. Now there is a theme for a future show, nuptial flight. (laughs) The conditions for this mating ritual must include high temperatures and no chance of rain, making the current weather perfect for the ant queen to leave her nest in search of a mate. This is heady stuff. It is, yeah. The matriarch of the colony takes flight to find a suitable spot far away from her home to avoid inbreeding, then releases pheromones to attract swarms of male drones. The sudden appearance of these flying ants in huge numbers provides a substantial snack for a hungry seagull. A psychedelic snack for a hungry seagull. The phenomenon can last up to two weeks at a time, and the only way to deal with them is to have a ghetto blaster with some Grateful Dead or fish playing. And it goes without saying, don't wear anything tie-dyed, because that would make you a filthy hippie. (laughs) And finally, Edinburgh residents offered train-spotting bin ballot. Yes, that may sound like complete nonsense. <laughs> a series of random words. Let me unpack that for you. In a novel approach to litter collection, smokers are being asked to vote for their favourite train spotting, it's a Scottish film, character with cigarette butts. 
four ballot bins have popped up in the grass market area of the city, each with their own unique question. Smokers can place their cigarette ends in the answer of their choosing to head-scratching opinion polls, including who's your favourite train-spotting character with a choice of Renton or Begbie, and best band with the options of Beatles or Rolling Stones. Mm. Yeah. What, no Mrs. Miller or Wing? <laughs> and a regular litter bin asks people to use their rubbish to vote for either haggis or shortbread as the ultimate Scottish delicacy. What about the fried Mars bar? Exactly. Or the fried pizza? <laughs> or the fried dot 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 anything? What about the Scotch fried pie? Everything. Where's the Scotch pie? The cigarette ballot bins use a clear display so the public can see which way people are voting. As part of the Neat Streets campaign, that's annoying, the novel rubbish containers aim to encourage people to keep their streets tidier. The project has been running since May and using various innovative methods to urge the public to take pride in their surroundings and smoke more cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, there is that rather obvious downside, isn't there? I really want Renton to win. I'm going to smoke this entire packet of a cigarette. <laughs> You'll see. I'll have my way. More ballot bins are likely to be rolled out across the rest of the city. Public consultation at its finest. And you only have to poison yourself and others to take part. That said, they could extend this idea. How about using bags of dog mess to vote for your next councillor? I'm not sure what you'd use to vote for a prime minister or a president. I'll leave that to you, <laughs> listeners. You have been news. Goku, Goku. Thank you, Mr. Cunningham. Thank you, sir. For that fag end of unnecessary news. There'll be more on the next show.
a quite a low key escape there, a moody escape. Broody, sneaky. Broody Escape. That was a track called simply Escape from an EP, I guess. It's just four tracks called Beyond Earth by Neon Knox. And you can get that along with many other tracks on Bandcamp. That's an album that came out earlier this year, 2016. Being Bandcamp, we don't have much to say about this band, but there is a fantastic review, slightly cryptic review, from a gentleman called Willoughby. Uh, It says, Neon Knox comes correct. (laughs) What does that mean? Street talk. Street (laughs) urban. Is it? Means they're coming to the event as they should. I see. Correctly dressed, if you like. It goes on to say, seriously good synthwave. True dat, Willoughby. No, I'm going to stop that now. It's another EP that's got some rather splendid cover up. This one involving an entire neon outlined city under a huge geodesic dome. Mm. Which is all fine for, really. It's the future, as it should be, as we've discussed before. And I like anything, well, it's got neon in it, which is good. Almost as good as lasers, but not quite. (laughs) But it does also have knocks, which rhymes with socks. That's right, it does. We're struggling. We are struggling to find anything to say about this, other than it's very good. And only four euros. Oh, that's a bargain. And uh, this is the first of three escape attempts in this section of the show. The three tracks called Escape. And this next tune, we've got perhaps even less (laughs) to say about it. Uh, this is a band called, I think perhaps a gentleman called Cartography Studios, who's released an enormous amount of, I guess, uh, library music, it looks like. And video game music, yeah. And you can get a lot of his stuff on uh, SoundCloud, including this particular tune, which, as I say, is simply called Escape. It's a slightly more high-octane escape. Yeah.
Cartography Studies there with Escape. And I'm just looking on their SoundCloud page, which you'll find a link to if you go to projectmoonbase.com. And for some strange reason, despite having some rather nice music, um, he's only got one follower on. What? On SoundCloud. So get over to SoundCloud, get this person, you know, follow them, and then maybe mention our show. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Anyway, I would just say, you know, if you enjoy that, go and go and give them a follow. We should probably follow him. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably follow him, yeah. You can listen to the show on projectmoonbase.com. You can listen to us on Stitcher. You can listen to us on Mixcloud and, of course, the mighty iTunes. And listeners, if you write us a review or mention us somewhere on the magical internet, let us know, obviously, if it's a good one. We don't want to hear about you uh, bad-mouthing us, but why would you? We're just one <laughs> happy family. Only unlike your real family, there's no hostility at all. Unless you start, you know, no, 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 none. I was going to start. <laughs> I was just going to say something about maybe you should get a haircut. And, you know, is that, jo- is that the job you're going to plan to do, really, for the whole of your life, really? You can't go out looking like that. That jumper. I mean, that's all right around the house, but uh, no. So if you do write a glowing review of us, let us know, listeners. We'll, uh, we'll mention you on the show. We'll probably even read it out. And, of course, you can just tweet to us about, you know, UHT milk and complaining mm. about our lack of completing various things. And we'll get right back at you, probably with some mild sarcasm. Mm, that's right. Now, for this third and final escape in this middle section, believe it or not, Deliz, we're going to ramp things up even further. Ramp them? <laughs> Please ramp them. Uh, this is a slight detour from the world of space chrome and highly polished metals into the world of horror. Oh. Oh, yes. And this is another subject I think we could do another whole Retrowave show about, a Retrowave horror show. Mm-hmm. There's lots of it out there. This is a, a gentleman called VHS Glitch. With a rather, again, an amazing piece of cover art, which looks like it may have been lifted from a movie poster. Well, maybe it's original artwork, but it's pretty impressive anyway. It reminds me a bit of Fright Night. Mm, yes. A nice weekend on the hill sounds like a good plan, right? But what if the hotel is full of dark and evil secrets and the employees are a horde of hungry werewolves? Mmm, let's listen.
And that was another kind of escape, a spooky, horrific kind of escape from VHS Glitch from the album Night on the Dark Hill. And uh, very spooky stuff it is. Cryptic McNuggets says the horror is strong with this one. (laughs) There you go. It is. Karnov says this is the best synthwave Halloween album of the year. (laughs) There's a niche that we need to check out, listeners. Oh, and he highlights Escape. Escape hits hard, he says. You said it, buddy. Now, listen, we're returning with some Hungarian <laughs> synthwave. Finally! We're getting, we're getting around this week. Come on. But first of all, it's time for... Thing of the Week! Listen, this week we bring you a classic. We speak of something that everyone should have. I speak of no other than Dream Essentials Escape Luxurious Sleep Mask with free carry pouch and earplugs, new and improved soft black. So it's an eye mask superior light blocking although it's missing the tee off so it's superior lie blocking <laughs> it's good to have something to block those lies and that's a rather unfortunate i don't like this term it talks about eye cavities i don't like that eye cavities yeah are they going to give you some eye cavities you can keep your lashes in them apparently these eye cavities that's right yes this represents a different type of escape from that we've been uh, dealing with so far this is a, a way to escape from the, the world from noise the noise, the, the flashing lights and the, the chirping, the squeals of children and insects. That's right. And other noises. And the, the, that sound that uh, trucks make when they back up. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you know, this is fully adjustable and it uses Velcro fasteners. What can you say? We need more Velcro. Velcro. Sure. Usually if you're unhappy with something, it's because it doesn't have Velcro. And simply by the addition of Velcro, it just gets a lot better. Now, this product has over 40 reviews, and it's averaging four out of five stars. Ooh. So it's pretty well thought of. The best so far. Infinitely better than the Bedtime Bliss. I had two of those. Both fell apart within a month. This one's (laughs) still going strong. (laughs) There's a three-star review that simply says, perfect for my needs. Mm. (laughs) Then why isn't it five stars? Exactly. Love these so much better than traditional sleep masks. (laughs) Don't know what a traditional sleep mask is. Trad sleep masks. There's a fight between mods and trads when it comes to sleep masks, and they hate each other. There's a scathing one star. This is the one review that's brought it off of its average, down from five stars. There's always one. There's always one, isn't there? We know how that feels, dear listener. <laughs> this is uh, from somebody called Emma Murray. Make a note of that name. This is by far the most awful and overpriced product I've ever bought. I feel almost insulted that I was conned into buying it. So, try that out, listeners. Either you will be delighted and think it's the best thing ever, or you will feel like you've been done. And that was the Dream Essentials Escape Luxurious Sleep Mask with Free Carry Pouch and Earplugs New and Approved Soft Black. Mm. Which just about wraps it up for... Thing of the Week...
I think that's an epic type of escape there. Really quite extraordinary <laughs> piece of work. From Hungary? Well, yes. I, I mean, and also, not only that, not only is that track from Hungary, it's from an album of 18 Hungarian synthwave artists. Who knew? <laughs> I mean, when I, when I uncovered this, when I saw this come up, I thought, are you joking? Are you making fun of me? Hungarian synthwave all-stars. Yes, I want that. And that, not only do I want that, I want that so badly to be good. <laughs> and it is. And... Uh, Yes, mm. it is good. Yeah. You know it's good, listeners, because you just heard it. It's so good, in fact, that uh, it even has a review on the Bandcamp page from none other than Occam's Laser, who we mm. have played on the show, because he's also good. And he says, these Hungarians made me hungry for more. Yes, I know that's an unforgivable pun, <laughs> but Occam's Laser, I forgive you. A fantastic collection of tracks, all filled with skill, talent, and sense galore. Mm. Favourite track? Quixotic, correct. That's the track we just played. Quixotic, Escape from Budapest. And there's a rather, again, it's another example of an album that's got some sensational cover art. Oh, yeah. This is, I'm assuming, a picture of Budapest, as if it was made out of gold with some lovely neon grid lines <laughs> over it as well. You can never have enough neon grid lines when it comes to synthwave albums, can you? You know what? They might be coming correct. Eh? We've just learnt some street lingo from several years ago. There's nothing worse than British people affecting American street lingo, is there? This is turning out to be a truly international uh, show this week. It is. Even in this last section of the show, we're getting around quite a lot. This next track which is called uh, Escape Pod, comes from a Greek <laughs> synthwave artist mm. who has the rather cryptic name of uh, 7DD9. If anyone knows the reference that's being made there, perhaps you can get in touch. It's probably his car number plate. This will have you off your, out of your armchair, dear listen, this one. And 7DD9 invites us to time travel through music and flashbacks from the future. Yes, 7DD9, I would like to do that. <laughs> Let's do it.
The slightly disco-tinged sound of 7DD there. Ter- terrifying disco, the disco of madness. I have been uh, DJ Don't Look Back, and I hope you've managed to skedaddle during this week's show. I have been MC Breakfree, and I hope you managed to slip your chains during the show. We will leave you with aerobic, the also slightly disco-tinged sound of David Caretta, and he has been making music for 20 years. Mm. And this is a new album with his wife, the wonderfully named Gigi Success. (laughs) Close enough. They're French. This is from an album called Space Factory 50, and this track is Escape From You. Until next time, dear listener, don't Don't let let the door hit you on the way out.
you can grab somebody's ankle. Do you think there's an ant equivalent of the Met Office? <laughs>